Your people are your biggest fans. They're the ones that are working for you. They're in the trenches every day. They're doing all the good stuff. Give them the tools and the techniques to be able to tell those stories in a really authentic and human way. Hi, I'm Julie Hyde, and I'm passionate about inspiring leaders to step up and lead and be powerful role models for those around them. My guests are all doing just that, and I ask them to share how they are making it count and how they have created their success. I can't wait to share their amazing stories with you. Today, I'm delighted to be kicking off a very special and very important series for leaders focused on employee retention. There's no doubt this is one of the biggest challenges facing organizations today. You will have heard of the great resignation that has hit the US where since April, on average, 4 million people are resigning from their roles each month. And in August, I believe that it was over 2 million. So the trend is absolutely continuing. The employee market in Australia is incredibly tight and I can't remember it being so tight since I've been in leadership. And according to research, over 40% of Australians are considering leaving their organisation next year. And on top of that, we've had so many people relocating in Australia and also retiring based on new life choices. So this is all forcing organisations to scramble a little and to put their best foot forward to retain their talent, but also to consider how they attract talent. So hence, I went to the expert. So welcome, Lucy. Thank you. And just to give you a little bit of an introduction to Lucy, Lucy Bingle is the CEO of LucyBingle.com and Australia's leading LinkedIn agency. Lucy's team help clients harness the power of LinkedIn. They work with CEOs, directors and industry leaders connecting their organisations to their target audience through thought leadership and they also empower the employees to be part of the brand strategy and talent strategy. So hence why we're talking today. So Lucy has an awesome team working with her and they really help their clients to kick goals and stay ahead of the game. And Lucy is an absolute powerhouse and I'm delighted to have her here today on this super important series. So Lucy, shall we just jump straight into it? Absolutely. Thanks, Julie. Awesome. So let's talk about employee retention and acquisition Mm. being such a huge challenge for the majority of businesses today, especially it seems in the private sector. So what are you seeing from your point of view in the space? Yeah, it's a really good point. And I mean, for us, the way I notice it the most is that I have just got clients knocking on my door all week trying to figure out how can they attract top talent. So, you know, there's a huge gap for them. They don't know how to fill these roles. Um, They've got recruiters running around. They think that they've got a great talent strategy happening, but for some reason the disconnect is, you know, apparent. And so Mm -hmm. then then they'll reach out to me and say, you know what, Luce, what are we doing wrong or what could we do better? How can we actually find these people and how can we actually not only attract them but actually acquire them and then retain them? So, you know, that's when we then talk about, okay, well, how are you actually sharing that these roles are on? How are you actually demonstrating your expertise and your people and culture? You know, why would talent want to come to you? You know, are they actually hearing from you consistently? Are they being winked at by the organisation about, you know, how great you are, how you look after your people, etc. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. 
Are they being winked at? Mm-hmm. So, and and that's something that I think sometimes organisations have in the past been a little passive with. It's like you know, people do their research about us, but now it's it, it really is an employee market. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we need to do our research on the employees really and who is going to fit and complement our brand and also enhance the culture that we have. So it's about really selling that story a whole lot better. Yeah. And, you know, that's absolutely right. And I think the really missed opportunities, and maybe, you know, some organisations are starting to realise it, but it's still a slow burn. I mean, and I say that truly, it really is. But the bit that they're missing is that their current employees are actually their biggest brand advocates. So mm. if you can actually empower your people to talk about your business, your culture, you know, your peers, the successes that you're having, you know, you will immediately extend brand reach, get those jobs out in front of the right audience. I mean, you know, some of the stats are just mind-boggling. Like, you know, if you look at employees have 10 times the following that any brand will combine. So therefore, right there is an opportunity for you to empower those people. You know, um, 92% of people trust recommendations, you know. So yeah. therefore, wow. we know that if your people are actually the ones that are putting their hands up going, hey, come, work for us, you know, we've got a great role going, you know, we've got a really strong culture, we're working on fantastic projects, what better way to advocate for a brand or an organisation? Absolutely. And this is really where organisations can mitigate the risk, right? Yeah. And every, I think every organisation is at a huge risk right now. Yeah. I think how do we change a mindset yeah. with leaders where it's like, okay, I really want my team out there advocating for us mm. because I know then there's going to be a question in people's minds about that too, about the yeah. risk of their employees being out there so much. Yes. So to your point, I mean, there are there are a couple of things that can obviously happen, and this is obviously our sweet spot and what we do every day, but mm. positioning your people is really important. So how are they currently positioned? You know, like, and I'm jumping around a bit because I know it also associates to risk, but we know that, you know, LinkedIn's got 740 million people on there, you know, so there's over 12 million in Australia. We also know that most of your people have already got a LinkedIn profile page. Whether it's good, bad, ugly, that's not the point. The point is they have got it. So why wouldn't you therefore be actually making sure that they are positioned well, that they're representing your brand in the right way, that they are demonstrating their expertise in the right way and that they're showcasing, you know, because at the end of the day, they're they're a representation of your brand. So they need to be positioned well in the Mm. first instance. Mm. Now, People may, and this is why I'm saying we are jumping around, but people may say, well, then that poses the risk of being, you know, headhunted and taken, which I know we're going to touch on down the track, but Mm. actually they're already there. So that risk is already happening. Yeah. Then from another perspective, what's your leadership look like on LinkedIn? You know, are they actually present? Are they supporting the brand strategy, the talent Mm. strategy? Are they actually out there beating the drum for the organisation and showcasing the great work that is being done or even supporting that? And are they actually, you know, demonstrating reward and recognition of their people? Because Mm. if you're trying to attract talent, you want to know who is driving that bus, you know, and are they um, doing a good job at it? And are they good leaders? And do they support me? And do they support the people that work for them? Mm. So there's a real leadership piece there as well. 
That's huge, isn't it? It is huge. And then the third piece that I was going to touch on, which we can also, you know, elaborate on later, but is you then need to empower your people. So what Mm. I talk about there is, you know, train them up on how do they represent the brand well? How do they tell those stories and celebrate the successes of the organisation and really um, showcase the culture in the right way? Mm. Yeah. So just circling back to the leadership component because, of course, leadership is a key thing that influences everything and it is going to influence the message. Yeah. But it's also going to influence the want yeah. for people to get out there and spruik about how great their organisation is. And, of course, people have really good BS radars and yes. you're going to sniff it out if there's a message getting out there that's just not congruent mm. between, you know, the words and what's actually going on with the organisation. So what do you think is the key role that leaders really need to play in this? Is it about stepping up and stepping forward and really connecting the team to their vision, to the strategy, to the values? And what is it that leaders need to do? Yeah, well, I think that's right. I think you have touched. I think it is stepping up and I think it's them putting themselves out there and actually being authentic with it, you know. So because back to your BS radar, you know, we want leaders that actually do come out from the shadows and actually talk about their people, their culture and the wins, but actually sound like themselves, that they're not sort of reading off some type of script that's being fed to them by the comms team, you know. Mm. So it's a fine line because they have to still share those messages, but where I know it works best is when we can actually humanise those leaders and let them actually lead in the way that you know, has got them in that position in the first place, you know. So with empathy, with um, personality and still really celebrating and promoting what the brand message is and the brand's purpose is. I know sometimes when people think about putting stuff out on LinkedIn, it's like I don't know what to say, I don't know how to say it mm. and I don't have time for it which is often a really big excuse that's used. So is this how you, where you and your team come in and yeah. help the organisation sort of flesh out that message? Absolutely. So the way we describe ourselves is, yes, we're a LinkedIn agency, but we are an outsourced partner for an organisation. Mm. And the way we do it well is by really getting under the hood of the business. So it's really important that we understand what the business strategy is, what the marketing strategy is, what the talent strategy is. And then Our job is to ensure from a leadership perspective that we're pulling out those key areas of focus and we're presenting opportunities to those leaders to be able to share their stories and their communications with their network and with their people in an authentic, transparent and honest way with getting the right message out there at the same time. Mm. It's about putting consistency and rhythm into it. It's about making sure that we're looking at their tone of voice, what the key topic areas should be, and also just communicating and supporting the organisation and the people within it. Mm. So that consistency and message and um, like the rhythm to it all, is that something that you help both 
like the organization or the leaders from an organizational perspective and also like for the leaders is it from their own perspective as a leader and what they're proud of and you know Julie that's such a good question because one of the challenges we face all the time is this it's quite a tight rope that we walk because there's an organizational objective but we're also trying to represent a leader who is effectively an individual as well so you're trying to get that tone of voice and that storytelling from the leader's perspective but also remembering to bring in the purpose of the organization at the same time I don't know if that makes sense but it is it is quite a tricky navigation but when we do it and we do it well it just it sings you know because People love seeing their leaders lead from the front. It nearly it gives permission to the people to support the brand strategy and to support the organisation because if you see your leader out there saying, you know, well done, Susanna, thanks for joining the team, we're so excited to have you on board, that immediately says to the rest of the team underneath, it's okay for me to actually say, hey, Susanna, can't wait to be working with you. This is a great organisation to be part of. Yeah, yeah, and that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about clients that I work as like, yeah, if we did that, it'd be amazing in terms of a really good message. And now it's time for a quick break. To have a successful business or career, you need to lead it and lead it well, which is why investing into your leadership is so important. If you are someone who wants to level up, play a bigger game and supercharge your results, then join Julie on her seven-week Role Model Effect program. It is a laser-focused program designed to give you clarity and confidence in your leadership to enable you to lead with influence as we move forward in our uncertain world. It will magnify your self-awareness and confidence, amplify your growth and intensify your influence as a leader. If you are curious to know more, visit juliehyde.com.au or contact her directly to find out more. And from a talent perspective, you know, and this is what we're kind of fundamentally talking about, When you start doing that and remembering that every individual has these huge networks that you do and don't know about and you don't know who they're connected to, that that gets out in front of all those eyeballs and all of a sudden people who are thinking about making transition, you know, or thinking about taking the jump, they're like, wow, that's pretty awesome, you know. Isn't that cool that the leader of that organisation actually welcomed, you know, Susanna to the team and you know and then it was endorsed by all these other people I think it sends a really strong message around people and culture Mm. and all that sort of good stuff yeah absolutely and like you said before when people when the team see their leader role modeling you know what's possible for them and they can jump on the back of it which of course is is incredibly important so what have you seen in terms of benefits for organisations of connecting people with the brand and mm-hmm. then being empowered to actually voice it? Oh, there's so many good benefits. So the benefits <laughs> that are so obvious is, you know, talent attraction first. Yes. So top talent want to come and align themselves with that organisation. Mm. It also extends brand reach. So from a client, current client Mm. perspective, they like going, great, I'm really happy to be working with that organisation. They're doing really good stuff. They're demonstrating expertise. I'm seeing good wins. They've got great talent. From a prospect perspective, they're going, hey, we want to go and work with that crowd and actually we should be looking at doing some type of partnership or actually we should be using their services. They're obviously doing really great work. And then from a lead generation perspective, 
you're getting in front of people that you're just slowly educating about that service offering. So there's brand awareness, there's lead generation, there's talent attraction, and there's leadership, internal leadership, demonstrating that, you know, you are supported, you're looked after, you've got a great leader from the front. Mm, yeah, I love that. So top talent, client reach and leadership, key things. Mm. And also, do you feel that it really enhances the culture from within? You know, there's the one thing about the, the attracting the talent when is needed and when's not needed you know obviously we'd love to have people knocking on our door all the time which would be fantastic but it's really about the acquisition of good people as well which I think Mm -hmm. is really important because Mm -hmm. you know if you've got people sort of slipping out the back end when you're bringing in good talent you're sort of negating any benefits there so it's really about hanging on to the great people that you've got yeah. Whereas I see if we are empowering them, they've got a greater sense of ownership as well within the organisation of the message. Yeah, completely. So one of the things that we've done and the reason we did this, so, you know, part of my business is to go around and, you know, and I run masterclasses, okay, so I run masterclasses multiple times a week for organisations and I'm educating all their people on how to support the brand strategy, how to set themselves up for success on LinkedIn, how to demonstrate their expertise and do everything that you've just said, so empowering them to be able to really be out and proud about what they do and what they do for the organisation. But one of the things that after six years of doing this, I realised is I can only do so many masterclasses a week. So then I thought, how do I do this at scale for organisations? So that's when I developed Linked Induction. And Linked Induction is exactly that. So it's like an onboarding tool for large corporates. So you then get your new talent or existing talent to do Linked Induction, which is like a 50-minute online LinkedIn training program for that exact purpose. So they Mm. then review their profile, make it look best in class, really shine. So show their skill set, show, you know, the challenges they solve, what they do, how they help, and then also give them the tools to support the corporate strategy. Okay, so how do we effectively share these company page posts that talk about case studies or wins that we've had how do um what is the expectation of the organization in terms of celebrating the successes of our peers you know how do we engage with our leaders posts so what i'm trying to say here is that's the stuff individuals should be doing and that's why it's so important because it actually makes them feel valued it also sets them up for success in the eyes of their clients and who they're actually delivering work for Mm. and this attracts more business for the organisation they represent. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Yes, and often it is very much about the perception, isn't it, particularly externally but also internally as well because when more people are stepping up and doing, more people will follow and see what's possible as we spoke Mm. about before. I want to touch on because you mentioned um, like the corporate strategy. So I can see this working really, really well for small business, like phenomenal. Absolutely, because there's not as many layers and, you know, so this the SMA market, amazing. And I know you work with a lot of corporates as well. Mm. So is this effective for those, you know, huge organisations? Like I used to work for, for the NAB mm. and um, obviously I, I was a leader of a, of a 
particular business unit which was in retail so obviously a key component for us was was selling and um, we needed to create a really good perception so thinking back to when I was leading that team this would have been phenomenal for us Mm. so i don't see that as a hurdle for people in that, okay, I work in corporate, I, only, I work within a business unit, I'm, I'm not, you know, the brand strategy, but you're part of that brand strategy. But I still think that it's going to be incredibly just a, um, incredibly important for them to get their brand message out for their team in terms mm. of what they're doing. So it sits in both. I mean, you know, in terms of who we work for, so we're very much cut down the middle. We work for large corporates, but actually we work for SMEs as well. So, and we would probably do an equal amount of work in both areas. So it works perfectly because, so if I look from an SME's perspective, you know, you've got a business owner or a CEO, you've got an SME, you then have a corporate strategy that talks to, you know, what we do, what we're delivering, the service, the product offering, that needs to go out to market. We then have, you know, um, an employee base. They should understand, obviously, what that corporate strategy is. And one of the things that I would say is that with this type of marketing and using LinkedIn as a marketing solutions channel, which it should be used for, educating your people whether you're in a large corporate or in an SMA, educating them on what your business objectives are and what the big key goals are is so crucial in terms of how you then empower them to meet those goals because once they understand the objectives, they then too can actually go, right, okay, well, I want to be positioned well because I'm actually a really great professional and I deliver really good work, so I actually want to shine on the platform. But now I understand the objectives of the organisation and I'm really clear on what they're trying to achieve. I can actually really amplify the messaging around those case studies that are being shared. I can um, tie that back to what kind of work I'm doing and you know, how we're helping, you know, I can also see that we're on a, you know, growth trajectory and we want more talent. So I will actually really um, endorse those reward and recognition posts that talk to what a great place it's to work for. And that actually, you know, we've also achieved great, you know, rewards for stuff that we've done within the organisation. So you're actually using your people to be your biggest advocates. Mm. But to do it really well, they need to understand what's the strategy, you know. Mm. So, Keeping that under wraps, I really actually think is a bit foolish because it's actually a massive opportunity. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And that's where you can come in and help. That is right. And that's why, so, you know, as part of our um, onboarding for any organisation, I, you know, in the email chat, I'm like, share with me your business strategy. Yeah. Share with me your 2022 um, key objectives and goals. You know, tell me what's your talent strategy look like. And you know, in the old days, you'd never have been shared that. That would have been, you know, oh, no, we don't want to. But actually, when I explain to them, the more I know, the better we perform, you know, yeah. and that's performing for you. And that in turn means the better you perform because you'll be out there, you'll be attracting those great people, you'll be picking up new clients, you'll also be delighting your current clients. You know, it's all good. Oh, yes, I love that, delighting current clients. Awesome. So let's touch on... For those who are thinking, and I've spoken to quite a few leaders who are resistant to this type of thing Mm. because they feel like if their employees are active on LinkedIn, they're going to get headhunted. What do you say? (laughs) 
Well, they're already being headhunted. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you are thinking that they're going to get headhunted because all of a sudden you're empowering them and getting them positioned well on LinkedIn, you're wrong because there are recruiters constantly every day of the week looking for talent. You need to turn that on its head and actually see the positive, which is you're empowering your people to be your best brand advocate. Your people are your biggest fans. They're the ones that are working for you. They're in the trenches every day. They're doing all the good stuff. Give them the tools and the techniques to be able to tell those stories in a really authentic and human way. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think that also links back to what you said before about enabling them to feel valued, which is one of the key reasons as to why people are leaving organisations. It's not necessarily about money. It's um, it's how they're being treated and how and if they feel valued by the organisation. That's absolutely truth. And, you know, and that's why authenticity is so key, you know, and especially when you're working with leaders, you know, you really, well, I mean, you know this space better than I do probably, Julie, but it's all about, you know, empathy. You know, you need those leaders to be really supportive and empathetic and be listeners. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I'm quite active on LinkedIn, so I'm always having a look and seeing what's happening in that space. And I know when I come across you know, company pages that are sharing, you know, really great stories about, and I know you've worked with a couple of these, but really great stories about birthdays and mm-hmm. new entrants and milestones, um, employee anniversaries, just little things yeah. that create a really great story and a really great buzz yeah. um, about the organisation. And I know even for me, I look at it and go, oh, that's so awesome. This looks like a great place to work. That's right. Putting the spotlight on your people. It's so important. And I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, an organisation is only only as good as the people that are in it. Yeah, 100%. I always say the people are the power in your business. So let's really charge them up to actually Mm -hmm. perform Mm -hmm. at that, you know, red Ferrari level. Like let's get them out there and um, make them your best advocates like you say so I've absolutely loved talking to you Lucy it's been and I could talk to you for days about this I'm sure but is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with in terms of really understanding how they can do this and I'm going to be sharing in the show notes how they can get in contact with you because I think that would be a great um, first step in terms of really honing that message and getting it out there and empowering their people. What yeah. what what would be you know some key messages that you would like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's it is about really giving your people the power to present themselves on LinkedIn, and the way you do that is by educating them is really critical, and so giving them the tools to actually as I said earlier, but to shine on LinkedIn. So how do they optimise their LinkedIn profile page? How do they align themselves with the organisation? And then how do they amplify that organisation's messages? Mm. So that all comes down to education. So you need to train them up. And then, you know, you need to work with your marketing and comms team and your leadership team about what is the LinkedIn strategy? How You know, how are we effectively getting these messages out there? What could we be doing better around the talent strategy to not just be putting jobs up but actually really 
um, putting a lens on our people and culture and what we achieve and do. And so there's a couple of pieces of the puzzles, but education's key. Having a strategy, a clear LinkedIn strategy is just so important and um, and then underpinning that with a great content marketing strategy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Awesome. So three great tips there, educating, strategy and the content. Mm. And, and getting your leadership team set up for success because without the support of the leadership team, mm. the the rest will happen, but it will not be turbocharged. The moment you get that leadership team behind the strategy, it just goes gangbusters. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I see that this is just such a huge opportunity for so many businesses right now, mm. um, you know, because if we think about it and even myself, you know, I can use LinkedIn so much better in my space and I think you know if we reflect on that we can just there's just just this massive opportunity there when you say there's 740 million dollars a million people on LinkedIn like it's just massive and there's no competition to it and that's where you're you know especially in the b2b space and and it's growing in the b2c space as well I might add but you know that is where your market is. You know, this is where people are making commercial decisions. So you need to interrupt their day by finding the right people for your organisation but also by demonstrating your expertise, showcasing your work and your area of specialisation. Anyway, I could could literally talk about this for days. Absolutely, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. So, Lucy, thank you so much for your time and being so generous. I think um, it's very, very clear that there's a lot of power in using LinkedIn for um, and also our employees as brand advocates for our organisation to really mitigate the risk of people leaving our organisations but also attracting, you know, really awesome talent to us and retaining yeah absolutely thank you so much julie for having me i really appreciate it it's been fun yes absolutely thanks lucy thanks for listening and i hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership your business and your life please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.